hello and welcome to the Marx-ish Brothers podcast. My name is Joseph. I am Cam. And this week we are talking about Shazam uh, 2019. Um, but before that, uh, I have some news uh, of the week. Um, so the, the first thing is uh, kind of a sad one. Uh, uh, Francesco uh, Masali uh, died. Um, he was a not a well-known filmmaker, but he was uh, a well known in the Italian filmmaking world. Um, he was a, a, a known sort of communist filmmaker. So that's, that's why I decided to, to bring him up because, you know, there's not a whole lot of self-proclaimed leftist communist uh, filmmakers. So when one dies, it's uh, kind of significant. Um, yeah, uh, he did one movie. Oh, what was it called? Uh, let me just pull it up here real quick. I had it pulled up. Now I lost it. Uh, da, 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 da on my ipad um but yeah so he uh was i think 92 so he, he lived a good long life um yeah. uh, he was in love in the city uh with uh fellini so like if you know italian cinema you know fellini um so uh, love in the city was sort of like this six episodic movie where like a bunch of italian directors uh combined to make uh, this one feature-length film uh, but uh, he was a, a director on that. But uh, kind of his most well-known are a lot of like romance movies. But he also did some more like leftist uh, movies as well, like d- discussing uh, youth and fascism and uh, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, so it's kind of uh, interesting uh, since like now I I did, haven't heard about him before, but I saw this and I was like, oh, I'll probably have to go check out his movies. So. Uh, yeah. Watch for that next uh, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, my other piece of news is uh, kind of random, but uh, it was just announced this week that A24 is re-releasing the uh, Stop Making Sense film of the Talking Heads. Did you see this on, on Twitter? I, I did not. I, I, this is the first I've heard of this. So Stop Making Sense, I, do you know who the Talking Heads are? Vaguely familiar? Right. So kind of like a classic musical group from uh, like the 1980s kind of thing. Uh, so like they're kind of claimed famous like from this particular like sort of uh, concert film of they were wearing like big suits. Like yeah. like, like, nor- like they're normal sized people, but they're wearing like suits that are like three, four or five times bigger than them. And so like uh, the, the way it was announced was basically like the original like Talking Heads uh, lead singer like trying on this old suit but like <laughs> so it, it was pretty cool uh, anyways i'm excited to see that it's considered like one of the best concert films of all time okay. so uh it's kind of cool that a24 is getting into like the re-release of old forgotten films <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which leads into what you want to talk about which is criterion criterion flash sale uh twice a year there's there's always a criterion flash sale is the, the sale will probably done by the time that this comes out but uh yeah, I always like to go through. I mean, in Canada, I go, I go through Armstrong View because that's Criterion's dealer in Canada. Um, so it's only 40 percent off, sadly. But whatever pricing is better that way. <laughs> um, the two that I got were um, I got um, the Red Shoes. Nice. It's a very good 4K HDR release, and so I got, I got that one, as well as Badlands. Um, it's Terrence Malick's first film, and I've been going on a bit of a Malick kick lately. Well, not really. But, uh, his he makes he makes good good good, good movies, and I, and and I want to watch them. So, fair enough. Very nice. Uh, as well as this week, Shazam: Fear of the Gods came out, which is the sequel to this one, and I thought it was fine. 
Um, I'm not sure if you've seen it, but I have not. It it bombed. It made no money. It made less than half. No, no, it's about half of the first weekend that Shazam One did. So it's not going to do great financially. Um, even though it, it like it it is lesser, I think I'm I'm also very 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 high on Shazam One. But yeah, it's not. The reviews are worse. But like, like you know, some people who who like who are still giving like three and a half and like three and like not terrible ratings, but yeah. Oh well. Oh well. Uh, I, I saw a funny tweet where it's like uh, Peak Cinema is back because uh, sequels are bombing and we are getting good horror movies again. <laughs> uh, I found that. Well, I'm not sure if I technically agree with it, but I just found that to be kind of a funny uh, one-liner. Um, yeah. Anyways, that's a good segue into our uh, talk of Shazam uh, from 2019. Uh, okay, uh, what are your uh, fast facts for this? Uh, Shazam 2019 came out uh, in 2019, obviously, <laughs> uh, directed by David F. Sandberg, who was who was who got to start making horror films on YouTube before moving into um, the, the studio system, I guess, mostly under Warner Brothers. Uh, written by Henry Henry Gaiden. Movie stars Zachary Levi, uh, Asher Angel, Jack Don Grazer, Mark Strong, um, and other, Jaiwan Hansu is in it. And uh, yeah, it's a solid cast. Um, small small cast, not too many characters. It had a budget of between 90 and 100 million, and it grossed 366 million. So more than double its budget, which is considered a, a success. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and it got pretty rave reviews. Pretty sure that that ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes, the first one. So, what are what are your initial thoughts of of this movie? Uh, like re rewatching it for the podcast. Yeah, I enjoyed it more. Um, I think that like there's still some like it's it's it's, it's very simple, mm-hmm. but I think what hits more this time is Asher Angel's performance as Billy. Like yeah. As much as Zachary Zach, Zach, Levi is fine, as Shazam, Asher Angel really is the heart of the character. Mm-hmm. Which is a spoiler alert for Fear of the Gods that there's a lot less Asher Angel um, than Zachary Levi. I think the movie suffers more for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But like, and, and like the few scenes that, that are with Billy, played by Asher Angel, they, they, do, they, do, they, they hit very, very hard. And they're, they're more than the emotional scenes, whereas Zachary Levi is more of a comedic presence i yeah i definitely prefer stuff with, with billy than um that, that, than um, the shazam mode i do hope they they keep shazam in the dcu i hope that they just do what they did um i guess uh, more sequel stuff um what, what they do in the sequel with mary is because mary is an adult now mm-hmm. they have the same actress who plays both forms Right, yeah, that Which would make sense. I'd want them to do with Shazam. Yeah, because now, like, because Asher Angel, because now Asher Angel is an adult; he's twenty years old. Mm-hmm. Or like now, it's just him turn. Like instead, instead, instead of a kid turning into an adult, it's an adult turning into an older adult. Right. Which, yeah. It's like, okay, great. I get to be <laughs> a forty years old instead of twenty years old. Great. Well, love that <laughs> well, for me. Like, what difference does it make? Yeah. 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 Uh, so. Yeah, no, I, I like hearing your perspective because you've always been more of a DC like fan and uh, yeah. source of knowledge. So um, yeah, uh, I watched this movie for the first time this past summer, 
and I was quite surprised at how much I liked it. Like I thought it was like a super fun romp. Uh, yeah. And then I, I rewatched it with my family this past weekend, uh, like my two sisters, and they both were also shocked at how much fun they had watching it. Right. Which which seems to be kind of like the the running theme of people watching this. Movie. They're like, oh, it's actually pretty good. Like, <laughs> uh, which I think is like I don't know, maybe the tone that like DC should have more, like. Yeah at least for like some of their characters, like not having like the Marvel esque humor, but still having humor mm-hmm. and like, just like having like a serious, like nice heartfelt story at like the heart of it. But then like still having like sort of, a, I don't know, comedic parts, but like not being a mm-hmm. comedy and just like, I don't know, just having like this nice sort of balance of just like a good popcorn movie, right? Like you don't have to have something too serious. Like the world isn't necessarily going to end. I mean, it might be in this movie, but it doesn't really feel like the world's going to end. It feels like they're mm-hmm. saving uh, this city, like they feel like they're saying Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Exactly. Uh, and, and it feels like there's less at stake, which I think is nice. Cause sometimes you don't want to always have to save the world. Sometimes you just want to save a city. Hmm. Um, yeah. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah. I think DC has been at their best consistently when they've avoided the whole Marvel formula in terms of like DC, like their, their, their emotional beats are never like, subdued by, by comedy like like in, in the mcu exactly yeah where where like my my favorite one, one of my, my favorite dc movies is aquaman i think mm-hmm. that we made a billion dollars for a reason um not to say that money money makes the movie good but i really enjoy aquaman just the way it's produced the way it's shot it's a very well-made well-made movie and like even like something that that gets tossed around about is oh Aquaman talk to, talk to fish but they made that his greatest power in, in that movie mm-hmm. and yeah. his height moment when he talks to the Cthulhu beast voiced by Dame Julie Andrews and like hey well, he'll kick some ass yeah and he shows up in the battlefield and kicks ass and like it doesn't like it doesn't look oh uh you're talking to fish that's so uh weird uh, like like they have these earnest wholesome moments that are that are big and deserve their moments, and but they don't cut away to comedy. Whereas mm-hmm. like Marvel's like, whereas Marvel it's like, oh, we have a heartfelt moment. Uh, we need to, we need to undercut it. Even like in the Suicide Squad, squad, the movie is very funny, but the heartfelt moments are still heartfelt. Yeah, and I think like what this movie does really well is having like that sort of foster family dynamic. Mm-hmm. Uh, like all of, like the children and actors are really like convincing. Which, like, you don't, like, uh, I don't know, I, I always kind of have a bone to pick with child actors. Like, I don't really expect that much out of them, but, like, huh. like Darla is amazing in this movie. Like, she's, right? like, a, a great oh. emotional sort of uh, uh, balance to Billy Batson, which, uh, like, just works so well in this movie. And, like, just, like, the idea of having a foster family is something I don't think you really see in Marvel, <laughs> right? Like, it's especially because it's owned by Disney. They always want to have, like, this per- sort of uh, perfect family uh, kind of dynamic. Uh yeah which I think this movie is stronger because it isn't afraid to go into like, not like a, a perfect life. Um, I, I will say that like uh, <laughs> my sister's quibble that I didn't even think of, but I, I kind of was like, Oh yeah, I guess that does make sense. Like, I, I don't know. Like most moms wouldn't just like <laughs> leave their child like that. Uh, yeah. Like, like, like it seems it so strange to like, Oh, like I lost my kid and now I'm just going to go. I, I yeah. don't know. Uh, like, uh, and by by the end, they kind of solve it. But like at, at that like early moment where like yeah. you think like oh like 
he he just lost his mom and then she just could never find him. That just doesn't like like at that time they were like that doesn't make sense. And, and like by the end it does make more sense that like oh like she just can't afford it. That makes that that is understandable. That is yeah. a real real challenge. But like just in that moment, my my family was like taken out of the movie because of that sort of uh, like, like there's nothing like signaling to the audience that oh like she's poor and can't afford a kid like. I don't know. That's just a, a very like basic quibble that like some people in the audience who like are looking to like critique things mm-hmm. might be like taken out of it because of that earlier part because it just doesn't seem as believable. But that that's just a, a tangent. What do you have to th- say about that? Yeah, I do like how the movie doesn't villainize the the like his birth mom. Yeah, like it is not it isn't played as like oh she's she was bad for doing that. It was no, oh, it was an unfortunate situation. For everyone involved, like, she was kicked out by her parents, dad didn't didn't want to be in the picture, like, all all this, like, all those things, like, yeah, it it does come down to her as the mother, uh, as the primary caregiver, but also, great, she's, like, 19, 20, like, (laughs) most young adults aren't capable to to care for a child. Yeah. Which is why it's... and it should be encouraged to wait until you're like mature, like 25. Like your brain, because like until your brain's fully fully mature, how are you supposed to look over, look, look up yourself plus another life? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But but that scene where he goes to his, his he he where they do find his mom, he does go find her, but then he goes up to the roof and then. He gets a call from the family, the, from 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 that his family need need saving, and then that shot when when he jumps jumps off the roof, shazam, and goes and flies away, like that's that's a very hype hype moment moment for me. It is, yeah. That's 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 where he finds out that that that, that like, like that's more more that 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 he was yeah this is that this, this is his his family. Yes, and I, yeah, and I love that. And and just like yeah, like, like once he he. Well, I mean, like you, you see, like that growth in this movie, uh, like from the beginning, where he's like, oh, "I don't want to like be a part of it," to like actually like using his Shazam powers to like defend uh, what's his name, uh, Freddy, yeah. uh, to then like I don't know, getting into a tiff with with Freddy to then coming back. Like it, it's just a really good arc. Like it's like I said, like it's pretty simple. It's nothing like it's not breaking bounds in the superhero genre, but it takes it back to basics in a really well done way which i think like the superhero genre needed at that time mm-hmm. and i would say like it's probably one of the better superhero movies that have come out like since 2019 like 29 and onward oh yeah like i'd have it ahead of like most of the mcu post 2019 yeah like what like thor not great ant-man not great uh yeah. well and then all the rest are so forgettable that i can't even name what, what else has come out Eternals- since Eternals. Oh. I'm higher on them the most um, because I think there like there at least is a vision there. There there's at least something happening. Yeah. But even like Shang Chi is like hey, the, the, some action scenes are pretty cool, but some but like some of like third act grayscale green screen the stuff does not look good at all. And it does even make oh. sense for, for like a, a kung fu movie to like why are you fighting a, a giant monster with kung fu? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, I I did want Shazam to be sorry uh, Shang Chi. That's fine. I'd, I wanted Shang-Chi to be more of a straight-level hero to start, because I feel like that's where he, he, has, he has to get his start more in the comics. Mm-hmm. 
is like this more street level, like him being being with hanging out, hanging out with like Iron Fist and Daredevil, and I think of him with those more of those Marvel Knights mm-hmm. groups. But yeah, yeah, but yeah, definitely, definitely Shazam is definitely one of the better Super Smash movies in the last few years. And like I know this is a hot take, but over the last like I want to say four or five years, DC hasn't hit been better than Marvel. Yeah, like, uh, I mean. Shazam and Batman were good. Uh, uh, I would say Aquaman. I would say Birds of Prey. I would say Thus was the Thus Suicide Squad. Birds of Prey one, was good, yeah. Even though the Suicide Squad didn't make any money, sadly, uh, <laughs> that's not a shame because like the movie is so good and like. It's I haven't probably, seen that. I haven't seen that one yet. It's it's on my list. I think it's on Crave now, isn't it? Yeah, it's one of the few like actual like Boron like lefty super superhero movies where like. Where we're like, it's like typically anti-America. Well, we'll have to watch it, and then I'll I'll see if I can uh, <laughs> if I can dispute that or not. Well, uh, yeah, well, well, like, well, well, like it's sorry, it's not like hmm, it's like it at least criticizes America, which is better than any other, any super superhero movie can say. That's fair. I mean, this this movie is very like it seems very apolitical. It doesn't seem to have a take on anything like. I'd say the MCU, MCU is a lot of, like, pro-military stuff. This one, like, the military doesn't even come to save the day, which is kind of yeah. good. Uh, there was points where uh, uh, Mark Strong's character is, like, anti-greed, but that's about it. Um, yeah, where I, he kills the CEO, I'm like, yeah, me, me, me too, Mark. <laughs> Mark yeah. Me too. Uh, but, like, I find that... I, I wish they could have developed his character a little bit more. Because, mm-hmm. like, you kind of just, like, see at the beginning, he doesn't become Shazam. And then he's just angry. <laughs> like, like that's his whole character arc. Uh, I, I think it, I think he was a good villain, and I like Mark Strong a lot. But I think mm-hmm. you could have added a little bit more depth to it because, like, it's a pretty short movie. Like, I think you could add like I don't know five more minutes to delve into his character a little bit more. But I don't know. Maybe yeah. that's just me. My uh, biggest qualm with this one is uh, The Rock, uh, <laughs> because The Rock. Famously, hasn't wanted to play Black Adam for years. Um, like that was like even like back in the back in the early aughts, it was Dwayne Dwayne, the, Dwayne Johnson as Black Black Adam. Like, I didn't realize how long it had gone back. Yeah, a long ass time. Um, so naturally, they're like, okay, well maybe don't we don't, don't want to have the Rock right away in Shazam one. Like maybe have like a couple movies and then they fight. Mm-hmm. But, but like Black Adam was like specifically against having. Fighting Captain Marvel slash Shazam, because he's like, oh well, like, we wouldn't fight Superman because Superman's the top, the top, top, top G. <laughs> it's like no, he's a Shazam villain. Yeah, because he fights Shazam. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. true. Uh, and that, that, that that's more Fury of the God stuff. Where like, literally, they're gonna have the just the Justice Society film a cameo. For Sam post credit scene, okay. him him joining the Justice Society, but instead they 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 bring back the Peacemaker boys. Interesting, interesting. Because the the Rock vetoed that. Yeah, also, <laughs> I feel so. We should stop just letting the Rock do whatever he wants, right? Like <laughs> I I am very excited for the future of DC. I think James Gunn, Pierce Pierce Saffron. Also, I noticed how like Pierce Saffron has has been involved since like 2018. Hmm. Most of DD's like he's he like he has producer credit on Shazam and uh, Aquaman, which are two of my favorites. Plus, also the Suicide Squad, probably Birds of Prey too. But like, 
at least has like producer credit on several DC movies already that were good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, I was going to say something, but I forgot what I was going to say. Oh yeah. Uh, speaking of like cameos and stuff, uh, what'd you think of like the three second, uh, Superman cameo? <laughs> I thought it was funny and it was definitely Henry Cavill, right? Oh yes, definitely. I, yeah. I, I kind of liked it, but also it just seems kind of random. Like how did Shazam meet Superman? Like that's not really explained. It's also just like, no. Oh, now he's here. Um, Nope. Which I, I thought was like it's just kind of like jumpy in that sense. Like again, like it's a very short movie, so like it kind of makes sense. But I don't know. <laughs> I think they could have fleshed that out a little bit more, maybe. Like at least showed them like meeting, like, "Hey, I'm a huge fan. Want to come <laughs> see my friends or something like that?" Like, like why would Superman just like randomly meet up with like this other random superhero and be like, "Oh yeah, I'll go to this high school." <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's just random, but. uh yeah, uh, overall, I really enjoyed this movie. I think it's a pretty, like, nothing too crazy. It's just a nice sort of fun film to watch. Yeah, I, 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 I gave the first one a four out of five stars on the letterbox, and I, I stand by it. So, Yeah, I, I give it uh, a thumb and a half up. Yeah, I'll probably do, do something similar. I definitely recommend it. I have the 4K steelbook of this one. So. Very nice. I will let. Uh, do you have anything to say about the uh, the second one, the Fury of the Gods, before we add, play our letterbox game? Um, I think that having ju- uh, the post credits scene sets off the Justice Society, which is pretty cool because they were my favorite part of Black Adam, mm-hmm. and also like also like obviously like that's just, Captain Marvel is a big part of the justice society also sorry weird weird thing uh, i was reading um kingdom come again which is my favorite D- D- dc story um but cat marvel has a really sorry I've, i keep referring to cat marvel cat marvel is his name in the comics yes yes he was one of the, the one of the og, OG superheroes different like he didn't start off as dc it was fawcett comics and then fawcett got bought by dc so then he kind of got integrated into the can so, yeah, basically, Captain Marvel is one of the few few heroes that can like at least like fight Superman one on one one on one. Which I'm like, but which I'm like, The Rock, what are you talking about? Because like literally, Black Adam is just is just a Shazam villain. Like, Captain Marvel is also on Superman's level, my guy. No, he's yeah. he's not an A list hero. But he should be. He deserves to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just The Rock wanting to be like have as much clout as possible. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, we'll see if we kind of lose because like, he he's kind of bombed his last couple movies. So uh, not necessarily bombed, but hasn't been as successful as uh, you would like. So I'm like, uh, I didn't hate Black Adam. Like, like maybe it's just because the situation that I watched it with. But like, it was, is Shazam in Black Adam at all? No, because <laughs> the Rock didn't want Shazam to be in Black Adam at all. Interesting. Yeah, that does seem quite strange. Because like they're basically setting up Black Adam in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Like they did. Because Black Adam is a, is a Shazam villain. He's the Shazam villain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you would have thought that. Uh, yeah, well. very strange. Oh well, I guess that's why the dcu or whatever is uh 
I don't know, upending everything and kind of starting from scratch because it's been such a mess. Like, like doing like, well, like just like having, uh, what's it called? Uh, what's the, what's the, you mentioned it, the suicide squad. There we go. Thank you. Brain. Yeah. Uh, how like there was like a remake within like four years of the original coming out. <laughs> it just shows like how like uncoordinated, like, like it's been. not like, it's not a re- like it, it, it's a soft reboot where like every character, like, Harley Quinn is still there. Rick Flagg is still there. Like, um, Val Davis is still there. And I like, guess, yeah. Like, because, like, this, I guess this is turning turn into a DC episode. <laughs> oh, well. Um, like, because, like, Rick Flagg is a fine character, like, and, like, Joel Kim is a fine actor, but you you got to give him good, good writing, which yeah. James Gunn did. Yeah. So, I'm like, okay, so sorry, because, like, because, like, what happens to, to, to Rick Flag in the movie, like, like he's he, like he ever mean I'm like one of my one of my least favorite characters in the first one to be like my top character in the new one, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Now, all it took was good writing, a good performance, and like just a solid film. Like it's like having some good direction and yeah, yeah. having good people to play off of and such. Yeah. That that new team works very well. Even though, if you've seen the first Suicide Squad, you can tell that um, Idris Elba's character was supposed to be Deadshot. Like, yeah, like the exact same arc, exact same situation. Like, oh yeah, oops. <laughs> Classic. Uh, what do you think uh, the DCEU is going to be like going forward, though? Well, we 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 have a a bit of a rough plan going forward. So like, so the they have three movies left this year. So we have the, the Flash in June. I think it's going to reset a bunch. The first post Flash one is Blue Blue Beetle in August, and I love Blue Beetle. Jaime like Jaime Reyes Blue Beetle was one of, was one of the first comics that I ever picked up. Mm-hmm. Also, like super political, like which like I didn't know about. Well, it's like I didn't know what things. I didn't know what words meant when I was younger. Fair, yeah. So the whole like day with day without immigrants, what what being illegal meant. I'm like, hold up, how 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 is someone illegal? What that from a comic book? Yeah. Do you think they're gonna keep that sort of political aspect of the movie? I hope so. That 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 that'd be nice. Um, they they have a real suit, and there's been set photos, and it looks dope. Okay, well, that's good. Um, the actor who's playing him is pretty popular amongst the youngins. He's a uh, He's in that uh, Cobra Kai show, you know the kung fu stuff. So he knows <laughs> kung fu. He knows the martial arts. You know. So maybe maybe some more practical uh, effects. You're thinking. Yeah, and, and it's pretty pretty low budget. It's supposed to be like Batgirl and like a HBO release. Okay. Then, yeah. Then I guess during pre production they said no, we're going to give it the full theatrical release, the full. I mean, it's still pretty probably equal or lesser budget than than Shazam one, but like. Yeah. Um, so then after that, we have Aquaman 2 in December, which I'm not... I'm curious how it goes, because people like walked, walked out of test screenings, which I'm like, okay. Ooh, interesting. Which I'm, which I'm like, I'm curious, because, like again, I really I really like, like, like the first Aquaman. I know not everyone does. The movie made a billion dollars for a reason. Yeah. So I'm curious how that one is. Um, then... I felt kind of up in the air. Like, like, like they're, they're keeping the whole Batman, Matt Reeves verse separate, and like mm-hmm. the whole, in the whole Elseworlds line, same with the Walking Phoenix Joker and all, all, all that. Which I think is probably smart. Yeah, I. 
what I thought would be cool, because they're going to recast Batman for the DCU, which makes sense. My, my, my casting choice, Nicholas Holt. Okay. Because he was the, he was the, he was the runner up for Matt Reeves. So like, I remember the day, the day before the casting announced, it was announced that they're, they're down, they're down to two, like Pattinson and Holt. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, they both be really good. Pattinson got it, of course. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, because like, Nicholas Holt is old enough to think, or he can play old enough to be like around 30, have a, already have Robins, realistically have a, have a 11, 12 year old son. Mm-hmm. Like be like, like a, a, an established Batman. Yeah. And that'd be super cool. I'm curious what ends up happening there. But yeah, also, also it was announced that James Gunn is writing and writing and directing Superman Legacy. Nice. The Superman movie dealing again dealing with the whole multiple legacies and like having multiple parents and multiple her- heritages of both Krypton and Earth and what that means. Well, I'm truth justice, truth, truth, justice and, a, and a better tomorrow, which I prefer over the American, the American way. way. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad they've they, they, they changed change that. Yeah, well, I mean, it's probably more so they can sell tickets in other countries, but uh, <laughs> oh, but, but, but also like because like like there there have been times in the comics where Superman's like been like screw America, which I'm like based me too, me, 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 me too, Superman. Yeah. Well, uh, well, thank you for your insight into the DC uh, EU and uh, yeah. Um, now, why don't we do the letterboxed game? Let's go. Uh, so, so this is your first time. I read out. Uh, Four letterboxed reviews. However, one of them is from me, and Cam has to guess which one is which. Uh, so the first one is uh, Shazam will defeat Thanos. I said what I said. The second one. If an old man asked you to grab his staff in any other circumstance, I would suggest running. <laughs> True. The third one. So what you're saying is that Maybe the real superpower was the family we made along the way. And the final one, imagine never being able to say, let me Shazam the song real quick without blowing up the whole block. I guess that the first one was you. You're going to say the first one? So uh, Shazam will defeat Thanos. I said what I said? Yeah. You are wrong. Ah! I said the old man one. True. But that one, (laughs) yeah. They're very true. If an old man tells you to t- touch a staff, please, please run away. Please run. Please do do not touch a staff. <laughs> that old man is a dri- dri- dripped out diamond Hansu. <laughs> uh, well, anyways, that's better talk about Shazam. Do you have anything to recommend this week? Oh, I'm going to recommend. Uh, oh, uh, Manhunt on. It's occurring on, on Criterion. It's leaving at the end of the month. It's a British propaganda film set uh, during World War Two. It's very good. It's like it's about killing Hitler, and that's that, and that's pretty cool. I think. So. Yeah, uh, agreed. Uh, I'm going to recommend uh, the movie The Grand Budapest Hotel. Classic. Uh, because I rewatched it this weekend, and it's just a good time, and uh, I had a lot of fun with it. Again, <laughs> I don't know. It's just very rewatchable. I'd say it's probably the most rewatchable Wes Anderson movie. Yeah. And uh, it got me a little hype for the two Wes Anderson movies that are coming out this year. Two, two this year? Two this year, yeah. Oh, man. Man's so man's busy. I'm going to be real annoying this year because I'll just be talking about them all the time. <laughs> I really liked um, French to French Dispatch. 
It was good. I, I, a lot of people, well, not a lot of people. I don't know what what his reviews were, but the people I talked to saw, thought it was kind of boring. But I really enjoyed it. Well, my 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 Wes Anderson enjoyed friend, which is you and Hunter, both really enjoyed it. And I'm not a huge Wes Anderson guy, but I yeah. really enjoyed it. Well, we, we did discuss uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox, and yeah, you weren't as big on it as I was. But well, I was still like, I'm pretty sure I get that one like a four, four and a half, maybe in five. Like, I I really enjoyed it, but uh, maybe, I, maybe it's Liam who hates it. Right? Yes. Yes, Liam, Liam hates it. Like it. Liam also, also doesn't like Wally, so he just doesn't under, he just doesn't understand animation like we do. That's true. <laughs> he's our he's our friend, and I love the guy to death, but also has questionable film context. Yeah. Oh, well, you gotta have you gotta have one of those friends. Keep keep, keep you grounded. True. Very true. <laughs> uh, anyways, that's been our episode this week. Tune in next time when we talk about something. A movie. Bye bye now. <laughs>